Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to the Disorder Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Jamie and in this podcast we discuss all things food relationship related and getting that healthy mindset around eating and, you know, just in return having a better relationship with your body. So, happy Wednesday everybody. Welcome to episode 8 So today's episode, I think in every episode, I start off by saying I'm excited for the topic, but I also think that the topics keep getting more and more exciting to me because we kind of cover the basics, but so today's episode is exciting because we are talking about what listening to your body actually means and how to really do it in an effective way. So the reason I wanted to do this topic is because I know I talk nonstop about listening to your body and how that really just solves a lot of issues and and all that good stuff. But I was recently listening to another podcast and they were just complaining about how they're so tired of people preaching to listen to your body and not actually explaining what that means or even how to do it effectively and that really got me thinking have I ever explained how to really do it like I know I've mentioned it but I don't know if I've actually gone into detail of what that looks like and I I know it's also just such a common phrase just in the eating world in general so I really wanted to deep dive into this topic because I think it's just so important to understand how to have a good relationship with yourself and food. You really need to know what listening to your body actually entails. So that's what we're going to get into today. But as always, I do want to do a little disclaimer and say that I'm not trying to simplify what listening to your body means. It really truly is a craft and it takes years of practice trial and error and all that stuff which we'll get more into in a second but I don't want you to listen to this episode and think that I'm trying to kind of sell you on an impossible feat it's not something you can just turn on after you listen to this and a lot of times there are just a ton of mental blocks that go into it and that you really need to work through in order to be able to have that intuitive relationship with what your body needs. And I also just wanted to mention that there are disorders that make it so you really can't listen to your body. There's a disorder called Prader-Willi disorder. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but um, it's basically the disorder where your brain never gives a cue to your body that you're full so physically you never feel like you're full and you genuinely don't have the ability to listen to your body um kind of without professional help of of working through that so if that kind of sounds like something you resonate with i really encourage you to to really go ahead and seek that professional help because just one podcast episode will not be enough to help you through in the way that you really do need um, in order to kind of get past that and start to have um, just a better relationship with your body in general. So anyway, I don't know why I'm so out of breath today. Oh my goodness. Anyway, 
I just wanted to make that disclaimer because obviously this episode is only 20 something minutes so it really is going to seem simple enough because again 20 minutes but I don't want you to walk away from this and try it and then be so discouraged because you're having trouble putting the practices into play it'll just take a lot of time and again a lot of trial and error so just really keep trying and you'll get there I promise okay with that being said let's jump into today's episode okay I really need to catch my breath one sec okay sorry if I sound a little bit breathy like I said I don't know why I am just having a little bit hard time. It might be hay fever. Hay fever? Is that what that is? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just having it rough out here today. But let's actually jump in now. So to start out, I just wanted to walk through the basics. What does listening to your body mean? And where does this term even come from? So for the everyday person, when they listen to that phrase, they automatically think that if you're really in tune with your body, that all you're going to eat is fruits and veggies and water and maybe, you know, like a piece of candy every blue moon when you do crave it. And society, and I would honestly say mainly influencers, have kind of set this up in a really unrealistic expectation with intuitive eating, which is basically what listening to your body is. I've seen so many influencers who will post these quote-unquote intuitive eating what I eat in a day videos and still only show like one food group aka like a kale salad to be honest is what I've seen. So let me just first say that if you are intuitive eating you are not and I repeat are not cutting out any food group unless you are allergic or have an intolerance to that food group and kind of going back to these influencers I'll see them posting their videos saying that they're intuitive eating but they'll say that they're not eating this entire food group which is the opposite of listening to your body that's putting rules on your eating and is not intuitive at all and okay I'm gonna frame this in a completely different way So let's say you wake up and are just feeling really under the weather, and I mean aches, pains, fever, the whole shebang. Are you going to go run a marathon, even if you've never trained for one in your entire life? It sounds so crazy when you kind of put it that way, but that's exactly what it's like when you go from eating a normal diet to all of a sudden cutting out an entire food group and ignoring every single one of your body cues because it's what you know some magazine told you would make you lose weight you're just going against what your body not only is wanting but what it needs at that time you know so quickly we listen to the physical needs of our body if we sprain an ankle we take it easy if we've had just a really long and hard week maybe we just stay in bed and watch Netflix Saturday morning because we need it. We need to rest when we're exhausted. Why is it so vastly different when it comes to our internal cues of our body? If our body is craving certain food groups, we so quickly shut it down and ignore it because we don't agree with what it's saying. 
but here's kind of the other end of things so this specific podcast that I was listening to they use the example of someone craving donuts all day and if you would act on that kind of body thought so as I always preach on this podcast there are no good foods or bad foods so eating a donut is not something to frown upon but of course only eating donuts all day would just not nourish your body in the best way but let's kind of go with it let's say that you feel like that is just all you're craving so first of all you should eat a donut if you are just specifically craving a donut get that but really pay attention to how it makes you feel you know before you eat it while you're eating it while you're kind of nourishing your body the way it's asking but really importantly make sure to pay attention to how you feel after you eat it most of the time that will allow your body to see where it's at see what it needs and move on in the day if all it wanted was a donut and you eat that donut it very much might you know kind of satisfy that craving and you can move on but when you're first starting to listen to your body you might want to continue to eat those donuts and especially if you've struggled with binge eating disorder a lot of times if you do eat something that you've kind of put in this non-existent um, food group of foods being bad you might see that donut and say well that's not good so I need to keep going because your body doesn't realize that you aren't depriving it of food groups anymore from kind of that stage of either binging or just having a poor relationship with food and that it can have another donut or anything else when it needs and pleases so that cue of being satisfied with the one donut is silent because your body is still kind of in the starvation mode where it wants to eat as much of that food item as possible because it knows that it won't be able to get it again when it needs it. And, you know, this is why diets fail because all of our bodies are so incredibly different and all of our needs are so incredibly different. And when you deprive your body of these things that it needs, it starts storing these foods as fats whenever you do consume them because again it, it doesn't know when you're going to consume them next and I just want to mention really quick obviously I'm not a reg registered dietitian but I have done a lot of research in this area and there are just a ton of amazing books specifically about this phenomenon and the science behind food deprivation and starvation so I really encourage you to check those books out and look into it yourself to really understand it because again I'm not a doctor and I don't want to touch too much on this subject because yeah I just I I don't want to claim to know everything especially um, something that is so scientific and just not my forte but kind of getting back to listening to your body a huge part in that listening is the after part so after you consume these foods that you're craving so often people think that listening to your cravings and acting on them is all it is to it but the truth of the matter is you really do need to understand how your body feels at all stages of eating to know what it needs and wants in the future. So just going back to 
the donut example. Let's say you do eat that donut and you do want another one. So first, you need to ask yourself how you're feeling after that first donut. Do you feel full? Do you feel energized? Do you feel at peace? Or are previous disordered thoughts kind of getting in the way of what your body needs and kind of telling you this lie that you have to binge and keep going because you already quote unquote messed up. So let's say after you ask those questions to yourself, you still really aren't full or satisfied and another donut is what your body seems like it needs. So you eat that second donut. And maybe at this point you do feel full and satisfied and you're able to move on with your day and that's amazing, but maybe you do want another one. So you eat that third. Then you can, again, start asking yourself those questions of fullness and satisfaction. And also, how did those three donuts make your body feel? Do you feel lethargic? Do you feel stomach aches? Do you feel sugar crashes an hour later? And Again, maybe those three donuts is exactly what your body needs and you can go on with your day and that very well could be the case and that is amazing. But when you're kind of coming out of those disordered eating thoughts, they can get kind of mixed in with these body cues and you really just need to listen to how your body feels after in order to kind of progress in the future. You know, these questions are ones you have to ask yourself because you need to align your brain with your body and it's all about trial and error and you really need to access all parts of what your body is saying to do throughout the day in order to know what it needs in the future if your body is craving those three donuts let's say but it causes it to have stomach pains or anything negative it will know in the future that it doesn't want to do that to avoid those negative feelings But it will also learn that, you know, okay, I can have a donut or whatever else, get what I need, get the sugar intake, get whatever for that moment, and that will be that because you'll provide it with whatever it needs in the future. And when it doesn't have to store up everything and kind of hold on to foods that it thinks you're depriving, it it will just really begin to have better fullness cues and better, you know, kind of hunger and craving cues. And another thing that can really kind of trip people up while listening to their body and going along in that journey is just the hundreds of signals that they do get and kind of knowing how to decipher what is what. You know, how do you even know what sounds good when you've spent years controlling what your body eats and doesn't eat and again I would say it's a ton of trial and error but what really helped me personally kind of coming out of orthorexia and realizing that I was able to eat any food group that my body would crave I was kind of coming out of years of suppressing those cravings so I didn't really know what was what or where to look even So something that helped me, and this sounds a little silly, but bear with me, I would look at mukbangs or ASMR, which again, sounds super weird, but they would just really open my eyes to different foods or food combos that would make me kind of be able to tell what I was craving, what sounded good, what looked good. And 
you know, sometimes I would eat these foods and my body would say, hey, I hated that. Never do that again. And I'll be like, okay, perfect. Got it. But sometimes I would eat those foods and my body would be like, wow, that hit every crevice that I needed. You crevice. I don't know if that was the word I was going for, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But then kind of going back to those thoughts of disordered eating, I would say, okay, like if I was able to eat that and it completely satisfy my body, the next day I would just go back to what I know, what I'm used to and eat that same meal again. And that same meal, my body would say, hey, that was not what I wanted. And I would learn. So again, it's just a ton of trial and error and seeing how your body does respond to what you are putting in it. You really just need to examine your body and what it's doing, how it's doing at all points of the day to just really understand what it needs. And during this whole trial, this does sound like a full-time job, um, <laughs> I know, but it will just become second nature. You won't even have to think about it once you get in tune with your body. It will just be, again, second nature. You'll just know exactly what to do when it needs it and you won't even have to think about it. And so this time kind of getting to that point, you really just need to be kind to yourself. At all times, you need to be kind to yourself. But, you know, especially during this time, and I'm really only saying this to kind of warn you because, you know, I, I definitely wish someone would have told me this going into it. But during this time of trial and error, your body and the way it looks and feels may fluctuate during this time. And again, your body is used to just being deprived in so many ways that it, it really might store up food that you have previously kind of deprived it. Or, you know, maybe it'll react the opposite way and just goes into overdrive and you're just hungry all the time as a result. All these things are completely normal and I want to emphasize that. And again, I really do encourage you to read some of these books on the science behind deprivation and starving and all of those things, especially the books around orthorexia in general, if that's something you struggle with, they really touch on it in a, a great way that kind of shows you the science behind what your body will go through once you do kind of start this recovery into understanding what your body needs. So again, I really think that you should read those books because I am not an expert on this subject specifically, kind of the recovering part of understanding what your body needs and wants so just putting that out there but um kind of continuing i do want to say that no matter how your body does react you need to just keep listening to it you learn so much about yourself during this time and i just started to find the more at peace you feel with your body the closer i personally just really started to feel with god i just love the verse that says, you know, it's again, a kind of, um, kind of well-known one, but it's the, the verse that says, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. And okay. I know this Bible verse within the context actually technically refers to sexual immorality and all that stuff but 
stay with me here because I really like to look at it from the perspective of eating and how you treat your body in general because I do really think that it falls into kind of the same category. So just kind of going into that, we were bought with the biggest price that has ever been paid. You know, Jesus came to the earth, endured more hardships than anyone has and just died a really grueling death obviously you know just so we could be with him in eternity so that in all summary just means that he loves us in insane insane amount and he looks at us every day and sees the good in us even when there can be so much bad surrounding it you know he does not look at our bodies and tells us to look a certain way to follow him. You know, I genuinely, I challenge you to go to the Bible and try to find a single verse where Jesus says we have to look a certain way to go to heaven. You know, time and time again, he tells us not to conform to the ways of the world, but to keep our eyes on things above. One of my favorite verses talks about how when we all die our possessions are absolutely meaningless it's james 5 2 and it it says your wealth has rotted away and your clothes have become moth eaten which just shows us that no amount of money no amount of power or any single possession in the world can bring us eternal peace only god can do that when we sit on our deathbeds it doesn't matter what we have physically or how we look physically the possessions we have the wealth we have none of it matters we all come into the world the same way and we all leave the same exact way the only thing that leaves with us is what we did and who we were on the inside and i know i'm getting a little bit preachy but i just really think that that whole thing really puts into perspective how meaningless it is to fixate so much on how we look and obviously that's something that is easier said than done because just in general even even I obviously still care about how I look I'm not sitting here saying that I couldn't care less but again it just really put into perspective what it means to care about how you look and God has amazing things planned for everyone's lives and I can guarantee that not a single one of those plans has to do with your weight on a scale or how you look physically or even conforming to society's standards of how to look. So anyway, I hope this puts into perspective for you guys kind of what it means to have a good relationship with your body and and why you should really strive towards that. And I hope you just enjoyed this episode in general. As always, my DMs are always open if you want to discuss anything or if you just want to talk in general. It is just at Jamie Robin, my name, J-A-M-I-R-O-B-B-E-N. So thank you so much everyone for listening and yeah, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye!